episode 143. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. Hey, wanted to thank all you ladies and guys out there for signing up on the Dharmic Evolution Facebook community page. I've been giving some shout outs about this, as you know, for a few weeks now, and uh, you can post things there about your brand, your career, share it with us, you know? It's not just the family of uh, creators out there, but all of our worldwide audience love to check in on the latest musical talent. So lots of you guys have been listening and taking advantage of this platform. We want you to pull in some more fans just by posting what you're doing. Hey, we also just launched our first full-length Dharmic Evolution TV broadcast, and you can check it out over on the James O'Connor Agency YouTube channel. It's our very first video episode, and it's DE136, Clara Loforo from New York City. She's just back from a European tour. She was in Italy. I think she was even in Russia, actually. So she's back in the city now. So head over and check out that show. It's up on our YouTube channel right now. And uh, one other thing I want to ask you once again, if you're digging these shows, leave us a review in iTunes, okay? It only takes a couple minutes, and we really appreciate that. Today, we're heading west to the Houston, Texas area with a singer-songwriter who has been influenced by artists like John Foreman, Switchfoot, Jeremy Camp, Skillet, Dave Matthews Band, and Red, but mostly influenced by our Lord. Yes, it's U.S. Navy veteran Justin Gambino. You better strap up your seatbelts and let's go for a ride. We have got some great news for you. There is a brand new musical act out on the airwaves called Mercy. This is something that you have never heard before. It's spiritual. It's the truth unleashed with scripture delivered by Chaplain Christine Mercy, along with drums, guitars, pianos, violins, and vocals from singer-songwriter James Kevin O'Connor. Yes, a little bit of heaven on earth, and just in time. Behold, it's the brand new album from Mercy, titled I Am Victorious. Yes, Jesus came, he saw, he taught, he preached, he healed, he suffered unimaginable torture, and not only defeated the evils of Satan, but he won the entire war for the entire world. And as he stated in the song, I'm going home, back to the throne, victorious, it's glorious. I've many rooms in my father's house for all of us, it's glorious. Learn to trust in his name. I Am Victorious, the new album is out now and available on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. Just recorded in the Music City on the world-famous Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee. Download the album or pick up the actual CD copy of I Am Victorious right now on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. And keep your eyes and ears open for the live performance tour of Mercy coming soon. Featuring Come, Amen, Bless You, I'm Afraid, it is finished. And yes, the title track, I Am Victorious. Available right now. Go to Amazon, iTunes, or CD Baby and download your copy of I Am Victorious today. And keep your eyes and ears open for the new band, Mercy, coming to a venue near you soon. This message is sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. We are in Houston, Texas. Justin Gambino is with us, man. Hey, Justin, uh, welcome to the Dharmic Evolution. Well, thank you for having me, brother. I really appreciate it. I'm honored to be here. 
Yeah, you know, I got to say, first off, um, thank you for your service to this country. You are a veteran, man. So uh, tell us a little bit about that experience, if you would, please. Yeah, so I, uh, I joined the Navy in 2005 um, as a United States CB. So I was in the construction, a construction battalion, did a tour in Iraq in 07, and then um, after I got back from Iraq, did some reserve time in Galveston, Texas, over at uh, uh, Ellington Field. And then uh, I got out in 2013 whenever my music started taking off a little bit more, and I, I really wanted to pursue that. And I, I, had, I had eight years in, you know, and all my, all my buddies were like, hey, man, you, you're almost halfway to retirement, bro. You, sh- you, should, you, should, you should stay in. And I was right. like, no, no, the, the, music, the music is tugging on my heart. And, and calling my name, and uh, I then got out and started growing my hair out. <laughs> <laughs> you were taking a little revenge, man, from all those years with the crew cut, right? You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, once ha- I hey, got- listen, will you have it? You know, you got the you got the long locks, man. It's the Samson thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Samson thing. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure, man. Well, yeah. I got to tell you, you're a brave soul to, um, you know, to give up like the guaranteed thing and just go into the music business. You know, that's, that's, that is definitely, um, you know, a leap of faith and, uh, and, and God bless you for doing it. So tell us a little bit about, um, you know, I want to circle back to the, to the military again, but for now, I want to ask you about your music career. So how did you first get connected to the music that you're inspired by? Like, when did it all start for you? Like, were you really young when you first started playing and singing? I was, I was kind of young. Um, I was about 14, 15 years old whenever my, my best friend got a guitar. He got a guitar from his parents, and uh, and every time I'd go over there, uh, I would I would all I knew was the G chord and the E minor chord. That's all I knew, and just one strum pattern. And so I just play it over and over and over again. And I think at one point uh, he complained to his mom, and then his mom talked to my mom, <laughs> and she was like, "Hey, you need to get Justin his own guitar because every time he comes over, he's 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 playing my son's guitar." Oh, and, I thought he was gonna. I thought you were gonna complain about the only the two chords. <laughs> we need a third chord to get a complete song in, right? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. So, uh, so after that, uh, that was the Christmas. I I was 15 years old. My parents got me my first guitar, and uh, let's see, my first song I ever learned it was by ear was uh, "Crash" by Dave Matthews. <laughs> yeah, and, good choice. Uh, and, yeah, and so, um, but how I really got started in music was in the church. I, uh, I started leading worship, help out, helping out with the worship team at my church with the youth group. Right. And then whenever I was 18, I was leading worship for the fifth and sixth graders. And then now when I'm back home, I help out with the worship team in the regular services. And so I really got my start as a worship leader, um, in the church. And then, um, yeah, that, that that's where I got my start, and uh, and a lot of my a lot of my music is influenced by my own testimonies. Uh, if I if I hear about someone else um, going through struggles or something like that, you know, or something speaks to me or stands out to me, I write a song about it. Right, right. Well, let's listen to the first track here and find out what happened in church for you, my heart. You've got me feeling like the rising tide. Highs and lows The salty Pacific air 
reminds me that I'm so far from home. But when we speak, I feel like I'm home. My heart is like a cave for you to explore. experience love most of my days but you're the only one who's loved me this way and I've realized what separates us it's all my mistakes that I to make and show I'm fake My heart is like a cave for you to explore You've got the only key to my wandering soul For you my heart is an open door For you my heart is an open door And I am like the waves crashing on your shore Relentlessly searching for so much more For you my heart is an open door For you my heart is an open door This flame in me reignite, reignite this flame in me, reignite this flame that's burned so low. For you, my heart, for you, my heart is an open door for you. For you, my heart is an open door. Reignite this flame that's burned so low. My heart is like a cave for you to explore. You've got the only key to my wandering soul. For you, my heart is an open door. Yeah. For you, my heart is an open door. And I am like the waves crashing on your shore, relentlessly searching for so. 
What do you say, Justin? Give us a backstory on that. Why did you write that? Where did that inspiration come from, my friend? So for the song For You, My Heart, I wrote it down on Laguna Beach in California. I was on a solo tour last year. And just uh, let, let, let me let me think back. I was I was chilling on the beach, watching the sunset. I decided to bring my guitar with me. Uh, it's not every day that I get to go down to the Pacific Ocean, and uh, and so I did a house concert in Santa Ana, and then I performed at a church in Temple City. And just those words before I left for the beach, those words just like all of a sudden came up in my spirit. For you, my heart is an open door. Right. And, and one thing that I'm fascinated with is uh, is caves, caves and waves. <laughs> and caves so, and waves. I'm writing that down. Did you write the song yet? That's your title, man. Caves man, and waves. <laughs> you can have it. You can have it. <laughs> no, so, uh, and so I found this little cave area down in Laguna Beach. Yeah. And I had this. I, had, I, was, thinking of, I, was, I was thinking about home. I was thinking about my wife. I was thinking about my relationship with the Lord and how like, so like that first verse was kind of talking about how like, you know, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of missing home, but whenever we speak, it feels like I'm home right. kind of thing. Yeah. But then again, as I got deeper into the song, I was like, this could be so much deeper than just missing home or, uh, missing my wife. You know, this could be, uh, you know, Lord, I'm kind of straight away, and I feel so far from home. But when we speak, I feel like I feel like I'm getting back into the groove of things, like I need to. Right. And so um, the you know the chorus, you know, my heart is like a cave for you to explore. So I was like sitting in this cave, and I'm like, you know, I want my cave. Like I was so excited to like see this cave and like explore it. Right. You know. Yeah. And I I for me personally, like I want. I want God to be like so excited whenever I'm like, hey, my heart's like a cave for you to explore. Like, come on in and just have fill your wake. Yeah. Yeah. Fill it up with fill it up with waves. Right. You know? Right. Disrupt it. And um and so that was uh, you know, and then that's the first part of the course. And then as the sun starts going down, the tide starts coming in. And I'm watching these waves just crash, you know, that like like relentlessly like in pursuit of the shore. Right. You know. Yeah. And so I'm just like, I'm like the waves crashing on your shore. So this you was know? a solo moment, like you were totally alone? A, I was totally alone. Yeah. It yeah. was just me. It was just me on the beach with my guitar. And uh, and I remember, I, and the cool thing is, is it seems like every time I'm, I'm out on the road, uh, I run into a photographer. Right. And so I'm like, you know, after I write this song, or right before I wrote this song, uh, I ran into this guy that was taking photos of the of the sunset and the beach. I just asked him, I was like, "Hey man, can you take it? Just snap a shot of me over here on the beach." And he's like, "Yeah, sure." So we, I kind of gave him some of my merchandise to like, "Hey, can you send me that photo?" And right. here, here's my email. Like, here's a CD and here's a here's a T-shirt. <laughs> and yeah. So we we still stay in contact and stuff. But I want to document that that moment, like that evening, is whenever I wrote that song. Yeah, great. And that's a great trade, by the way, giving away some, some of your, I mean, I do that all the time when I'm traveling, when I hand my guitar, like right before I get on the plane, I hand it to the baggage guy. I usually give him a CD, you know, say, hey, take care of my baby, you know, God bless you, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's 
That's a good idea. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to leave them in your closet. You know, it's like there's so many um, there's so many ways, and and most people I think do appreciate it, especially if they see like you're a traveling musician. It's like you know the curiosity factor is going to get to them. They're going to check out. And sometimes I say, listen, if it's not your cup of tea, just hand it off to somebody who might enjoy it. You know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but Hey, tell me a little bit more about, um, about your experience in Iraq. Um, you know, what was it like when you first got there? I mean, how did it hit you when you first got there and say, wow, what, what is going on here? Can you share a little bit about that experience? Yeah. So it was, it was really a whole lot different than I thought. I was, um, I was in a city called, uh, Balad, which mm-hmm. was about an hour. If I'm, if I remember correctly, it was about an hour South of Baghdad. So about a 30 to 40 minute helo ride into Baghdad and you were there. Right. Um, and so whenever I got there, I, I'm, I'm, I'm literally thinking we're going to jump off this C-130 and there's going to be rounds flying over my head and, and right. I'm going to be, you know, like there's going to be dust storms and everything. But actually Balad is like a, a place with a lot of vegetation and a lot of farming. Yeah. And so um, when we got there, it was dark. It was, it was in the middle of the night because they want to do all their uh, fly-ins whenever it's, you know, whenever it's really dark and the enemy can't see a whole lot, they don't have all that, you know, technology right. as much as we do. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, so we got there really, really late and, and I just remember waking up the next morning and it was, it was dusty, but it was a lot of vegetation. Yeah. And, um, and so that whole experience was pretty, pretty surreal. I was based on a, um, uh, I can't, I can't say the exact name of the base, but I can tell you I was on an airstrip. And right. so, um, and so on this airstrip, I mean, we would always be getting indirect fire always. And indirect yeah. fire means they're, they're, they're shooting mortar rounds over the fence, trying aiming for the airfield. And so it, you, you'd have this, this fence that separated us from the enemy and there'd be like this big old burn and there's a huge fence. And then, uh, we have sniper outposts and whatnot. And then, um, and then it would be all of our housing. We'd be staying in either tents or uh, they would call them uh, 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 swah huts. And then, uh, and so we'd be staying in these huts. And then there'd be the airstrip. So they're lobbing these mortars like over where we're sleeping, you know, to try to get to the airstrip. And sometimes they'd come up a little short. And so you'd have to just, you know, listen for the sirens about, you know, you know, if, if there's something coming in. Yeah. Uh, how much time do I have to dive under my cot? Right. That's, that's good protection. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they had these bunkers and like the first month, whenever sirens would go off and they'd be like, you know, incoming, uh, fire, you know, take cover the first month you're like, Oh my gosh, we got to get to the bunker, you know? Yeah. And after that month, you know, I'd be shaving in the shower or something and I'd hear the sirens go off and I'm like, I'd still be keep going. <laughs> like, like if it's my time, it's my time. Yeah. Right. You know, the, the bunker's half mile away and this thing's coming in in 10 seconds. Like, yeah. Not much you my, can do about it. Right. It's, it's, yeah, I might, yeah. if I might, you know, it might hit me running there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like did, I might as well just, just did, stay put. Did you cut uh, yourself shaving? No. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, you were no. so conditioned by that point, man. It was just like, yeah, this that is was not even like, that was probably like after month four or something like that, if I remember correctly. Right. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah. And so it was probably after a couple months of being there. Um, I had, I had my guitar, I had my dad ship my guitar to me. Right. Right. To Iraq. 
and because there was a chapel there that uh, they needed people to help out with the worship team. Oh, nice. And I was like, man, I can do this. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and Iraq was a tough time for me because um, not only was I away from home, um, but uh, on my birthday, which is actually uh, this Thursday, so it'll be... Happy t- birthday, brother. You're on the Dharmic <laughs> Evolution, man. Look what you got going on in your life. I'm telling you. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, so like this year, 2017, it'll be 10 years since I spent my 21st birthday. Um, oh, man, I just told everybody how old I was. See that? There you go, man. <laughs> it was 10 years since the day I turned 21 in Iraq, and it was the same day that my grandfather passed away. Wow. Wow. So, Series of events. Yeah, that was that was really tough. Yeah, um, and you know, and I wasn't able to go home um, for that um, just because of the the it was it was really dangerous to you know get on the C one or get on the helicopter, get to the C one thirty, you know, then fly back to Germany, then fly back to Maine, fly back to California, do the demobilization, and yeah. get back to Houston. You know, it was like so much, you know, so much, uh, you know, just traveling that it was it was. I'm sure the reason why they wouldn't let me go is because it was just too dangerous. Yeah, right. Um, A lot of connections. Well, I think it's time to play another one. You know, based on those stories, if I seek and find about your guitar, here we go. in my heart And I can't seem to find What sets me apart In this life And I feel so alone I can't find you next to on my own I need your help to find my way on this road Take me Break me Take 
Mountains blind my sight From woods on the other side This darkness surrounds me I don't know if I will see the light in my Sunshine coming from around the mountainside, so that I can clearly see. I need you to take these scales from my eyes.
great piece of work that was, my friend. Awesome. Hey, you know, on the break, you folks didn't hear it. We were talking about all kinds of things. We were talking about anger, uh, which related to the last subject we just spoke about. And um, Justin, you want to just pick it up from um, from what we were talking about? Like you had some anger when you came back. Can you describe what that was like and why why you were angry? Like when you came back from Iraq? Yeah, I just I. I... I, I was frustrated with uh, just the, the the public in general because it, it felt like a lot of people here in America took for granted what they had. Right. The gifts and the blessings that we have that we experience every single day. And um, a lot a lot of people over there in uh, third world countries, you know, they, they don't like like you and I were talking about like it's so hard to come by clean water. And you yeah. said like forget, forget the water to bathe myself. Like I'm trying to survive here. Yeah. yeah. And so I would come home and see how, uh, people just took for these things for granted. And I was like, Hey, you guys don't even know what you have. Yeah. You know, it's, it's right here in your hands. You don't even, you're not even thankful for it. And, um, or, or you're with your families all the time, you know? Yeah. And, so, uh, and so, and, but it, it, it was just a tough transition that, that took me about a year or two to get out of it and to get out of that state of mind where, you know, I just really had to lean on God and allow him to heal me from that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, it was, it was, it's so, uh, it's so amazing when we get caught up in, um, well, first of all, to, to the point of uh, we're a bunch of spoiled, rotten Americans and we are in many cases, you know, it's like people just don't really appreciate that uh, you get to sit down and eat every day and you, you just turn on the faucet and there's clean water and, you know, we're, we're just, we're kind of oblivious to most of the people in the world don't have these things. And I'm serious when I'm saying most of the people, because um, what are we up to? Is it is it 8 billion people? I think it is. I mean, it's, it's the numbers are getting scary, but you yeah. know, the droughts are getting worse and, and the pressure on the planet is getting worse all the time. And, you yeah. know, ri- river systems are being, you know, like if you're if you're downstream from a country who's got a lot of muscle and they're upstream and they're building a dam for hydroelectric power, I mean you're you're kind of in trouble, you know. So um, so yeah, it's kind of like these problems are beyond our ability to um, to take care of all of them. So I, I feel we just have to take care of our own little piece of the planet, and that could be just an interaction with somebody who needs a cup of coffee or a sandwich, or just say hello to them, you know, and. Yeah. and it, and then if everybody did their little part, I think uh, I think things would be a lot smoother, you know. Yeah, it would make a it would make a huge difference. It's really the birthday show for Justin. However, I forgot to bake a cake. Heavens to Murgatroyd! Right back to the hang with Justin after these words. You know, in today's world, most people are struggling with something. It may be someone in your life who has a serious illness, a family member who has been incarcerated death of a loved one, job loss, or one of the many, many challenges we find ourselves immersed in. There is good news, however, and I'm here to tell you about Christine Mercy, spiritual teacher, seminary professor, and songwriter. Christine Mercy, who loves and deeply cares for all people, regardless of race, age, or creed. Dr. Mercy has a powerful ministry called Mercy Worldwide Ministries. This ministry cares for the sick and the dying and the disabled. If you have a need for prayer or perhaps a project that requires support, reach out today at mercyworldwideministries.com. Let's face it, we all need a trusted mother figure to give us a hand up from time to time. 
Reach out to mercyworldwideministries.com today and check out the programs and resources available to you. Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. So you're touring now. You kind of dig the road, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, with, I, I, with the big the except for... <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the big except for I miss my wife like crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm, hard. You know, working on uh, six weeks. I'm going on week six. Um, and I'll see home for about a day and a half in mid-June. And then uh, it's off to the East Coast. And it's just... Uh, you know, it, it, this is this is the largest tour that I've been on since I've started touring. Yeah, and, um, so I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful you, for it. Do you have um? You have a website? I do. Is your is your schedule up there? It is. Okay, yeah. give us it. We'll, we'll get it at the end, but give us your website now, real quick, while people are listening. Yeah. It's www.justingambino.com. Uh, www .com. That's easy, and, man. Uh, yeah, and if you want to throw a, a a slash tour in there you know it'll take you right to the all the stops that i'm going to be at so great because you I said have, you're coming to new york new york area so i'm going to find out where you're going to be or yeah, the northeast yeah. anyway yeah the northeast yeah i'm going to be out at creation fest um uh northeast in shirley'sburg pennsylvania which i think is just like an hour from hershey yeah okay cool so yeah but uh you know i just i just heard from my radio promoter um not too long ago that i've been getting some airplay up in the northeast in canada um, also in Pennsylvania, I think it's state college, Pennsylvania, um, you know, just some, some other, other places along the East coast. I've been getting some airplay. So I'm, I'm in the process of booking more in between dates. Cause th there's, there's a few dates where like, it's just open, right? you know, and I just, yeah. I just need some dates. So got to plug those holes, man. <laughs> got to plug holes, enough time for travel. You know, I was like, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a one man band. Right. I, I do. I do travel with my dog, but he can't take a driving shift, you know? Yeah, that's tough. Well, that's cool that you got the dog along. What's his name? His name is Hank. 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 Hank, Hank is riding shotgun all the time, right? Dude, he is. You got we're, we're staying with a family right now up in uh, eastern Idaho. So, like, right now, um, like, I, I'm looking out the window, and I can see the Continental Divide. Like, it's, like, nice. five Five miles away on the other side is Montana, you know? Yeah. Oh, it must uh, be beautiful out there. Oh, it's it's beautiful. It snowed on Friday night, and uh, it's crazy. That it's it's just, it, I don't see this in Texas, you know? Yeah, right. But, uh, but uh, yeah, Hank Hank's loving it, man. And we're staying with a family in the Eastern Idaho where they have three boxers, and Hank is a boxer. Awesome. And so it's just been a, a full weekend of boxer love yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> hey you also mentioned you do house concerts which is a rush right i mean do you do you like house concerts aren't they like really cool i love i love house concerts i yeah. love how it can be you know uh you know just really an acoustic intimate almost like a private setting you know it's almost yeah. like one of those times where you you hear a big artist and you and, and you're like oh they're gonna be at this lounge you know this acoustic lounge you know and you get to like sit like 10 feet from them, yeah. you know, and it's like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not huge. I'm not super famous or anything, but like, you know, people really seem to dig the house concerts. And, uh, one thing that I do is I make them, um, completely free to book and completely free to attend. Right. Um, and I think at one point I'm going to have to change that. Yeah. But for the, for the last year and a half, it's been, free to book, free to attend. Um, and there's been a couple hosts that have, they've said like, Hey, we really want to, uh, you know, just pass around a bucket for people to just throw in their donation. 
And I'm like, hey, that's totally up to you. I'm not asking for it. But what I do is uh, I invest a lot into my merchandise. And right. so 90% of what I travel with is T-shirts, yeah. CDs, you know, all this. You know, I, I try to get really creative with my merchandise. Yeah. Um, you know, making jewelry out of my picks and, you know, and doing all this crazy stuff. And, and so, and people seem to dig that where they can come and they can feel like home without, you know, going out on town, on the town and spending a bunch of money and they, they can come and enjoy some music. And, uh, yeah, we just did a house concert here in Idaho. I've done three house concerts in Idaho in the past week. Wow. Um, That's great, man. It was just, it was just lots of fun, man. Um, and you never know what to expect, you know, you never know to expect you never know how many people are going to show up like i did a house concert in this little place called tonino washington eight people showed up right you know and a couple weeks before that i was uh north of albuquerque new mexico and a hundred people showed up at this house concert wow you know so it's like you just never know what's going to happen you know yeah um, and sometimes they put you up too which is cool right yeah i mean so some that's, people that's, will just say hey listen we got an extra bedroom stay with us you know yeah yeah, and that, that's uh, that's usually the agreement that I ask, you know, that, that I talk to people about, like, hey, if we're gonna have the house concert at your place, uh, yeah. you know, I'd like to know if you have space for for me and Hank. <laughs> right there, you go. And, uh, and you know, if you could put us up for the night and feed us a meal while we're in town, then then uh, we'll be on our way. Yeah, I, I think I got to throw my two cents in. You got to start charging be, because you, what you're doing then is you're allowing you're allowing people to value you in a way that is dear to their heart. And, and I mean that so sincerely because it's like a lot of people come and say, well, this is my night and I love going to these things. And I feel like if I contribute and dig in and, and like really, that then they've, in, they've invested in the relationship with you, if you will. Yeah. And that has a lot of power and it has a lot of longevity because they'll know the next time and, and they'll be happy to do it. I think people are only too happy to say, you know, I want, I like the fact that I invested in this guy's music, both to see him and to purchase his, his CDs, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so, so yeah. that's no, it. I'm I, off my soapbox. I'm off. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate those two cents, man. Um, and that's one thing that I've been, I've been thinking about this year is that, you know, I mean, cause it's, it's tough making a living, just selling merchandise. You know, you just yeah. don't know if you're just going to sell one CD that night or, or if you're going to sell, uh, you know, 50 CDs that night, you know? Right. But, right. um, you know, so it's always, you know, it's always a hit and miss. But um, yeah, if you think of it that way, it's like you this is your intellectual property. It's your gift to them. And if you're letting them participate financially, that's that's a blessing to them. man. it really is. If you think of it that way, it'll be easier to char- charge them, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we yeah. got to play another one here. I think I think we're going to play Where I Belong. Let's check this one out. Through my veins 
was a passionate track wow that was really really hey tell us a little bit about justin how you put your music together like um you mentioned in the cave that was a really cool story but in general is it just any old way that it comes out do you have like any kind of um you know tried and true methods where you schedule or like as a songwriter you know how does it work for you um a lot of the times it just comes to me um, I'll be picking on my guitar and I'll have a melody or, or just some lyrics, uh, will just come out of my heart. But, um, uh, it's really important for me as a songwriter to schedule time right. to do it, Yeah, you know, because, um, I mean, if I, especially since I'm doing this now as a living and doing this, I mean, this is my full-time gig, right. uh, um, you know, it's important for me to schedule time to write songs, you know, and I, I'm a firm believer in like, it's okay if you write a bad song. Yeah. Don't really oh, you have to write bad songs. To get <laughs> to the good ones, you have to you do have that. To, you have to write the bad ones to get to the good ones. Yeah. And you know, look at them, you're like, 
yeah, that I'm not going to let anyone hear that, you know, <laughs> but, you know, but sometimes those bad songs, um, you know, it's, I kind of think of like, uh, you know, if you're building something, you know, and you're, you got, you got a skill saw and, you know, and, and you're, um, you, 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 you make a cut and it's, it's bad. It's a bad cut. You know, you just totally missed the line yeah. and you're like, that was bad. Throw that piece of wood out this way. Like you got to get warmed up, you know, yeah. so you guys, you got to schedule time to, to write and write a few bad songs and then like, and then you get to a good one. So like, I think it's uh, you know, if I, if I just, um, if I just wrote whenever I felt like it, right. You know, I, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd be able to call myself a professional, you know, right. like, you know, some, a lot of people, they, they go to work when they don't feel like it. Yeah. It's true. You know, most people. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> most people. Yeah. 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 You know, and so, um, you know, it's important for me, like, even if I don't feel like it, I got to write a song. I did it the other day, you know, like, I really don't feel like writing right now, but I feel like I need to. Yeah. And so I would just, I would just do it. And nothing, nothing really came out or I'd get like a, a chorus or I'd get like a bridge or something like that, you know? Yeah. One of the, one, one of the coolest things that I've had happen, you know, during my songwriting is, um, I was at whenever I was working a full time job, um, and uh, I was working for Napa Auto Parts, and I remember just having this these two lines come to me, and I wrote them down, and I just stuck it in my in my songwriting binder, and three years later, I'm writing I'm in the middle of writing this song, and I need a bridge, right, and it and uh, so I just start flipping through stuff that I've written before, and I found this little torn out piece of paper that I wrote on whenever I was working that day yeah. and it had, and it fit, it fit perfectly. I was like, that's it. Isn't that great? I have, I have books and books of all what you just described. You never throw anything away because yeah. you know, you can always, you can always use it. Hey, I want to play the video now. So, um, this is going too quickly, but this is your hands and feet. Check this one out. Hey 
What a great video, man. Congratulations on that. So um, tell us yeah. about that and, and, you know, go back up to what you were about to say. We were just talking on the break that, about what you were saying. Oh, um, yeah. So, I mean, you just said, what did you say? You said something about like... I said you got a lot of passion in your heart, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, You know, everyone's got their own opinions. I, I had someone the other day kind of tell me like, Hey man, I'm kind of missing, missing the passion in your, in your songs. <laughs> well, you, and, <laughs> have you, and, uh, have you gotten your ears cleaned out lately, dude? <laughs> I, I'm not, I, mean, I don't want to, I'm not trying to dog anybody, but you know, everyone's got their own opinions, you know? And, right. and it was, uh, you know, and, and some of these songs, you know, I, I walked out of that vocal booth with tears in my eyes after right. I sang, right. you know? And, um, or, you know, like, for example, your hands and feet, I remember it was like, it was like a super God thing. Like just this, like my producer, um, he took, he took my scratch track to, uh, to Nashville and they were working with some other, some other musician. I was in Houston, they were in Nashville right? and, uh, and he was working with some other musician and they got done, uh, with his project about an hour early. And all the musicians were like, all right, we're done for the day. Let's go. And he's like, hey, guys, I got one one more for you guys to check out. I right. got you guys till five. Can you all hear this one out? So they heard it. And he said it took him a couple takes to do that. And so he, he sent it to me. And I'm sitting here. I remember it was a Sunday afternoon. Uh, I just got back from church. I, 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 I took a nap. And I woke up. And 
my wife was in the shower and I get this email. My producer was like, Hey, let me know what you think about this. This is what we, this is what we made in, uh, from the scratch track in, in Nashville. And, uh, you know, and before he left, I told him, I was like, all right, if, if y'all get to work on it, you know, I want, I want the drums coming in here. I want the bass coming in here. I want, I want this here, here, here. You know, we, we, we charted it out, you know? Right. Um, and whenever I heard this song, like I'm sitting here crying. Yeah. Like on the couch in my living room, you know, and I'm just like, this this is gonna be a good song. Yeah, you got to go. Who's your producer? So the guy that I use, uh, his name is Jason Rooks, and okay. he's out of he's out of Texas. Um, been working with him for about three or four years now, and um, and so uh, he he's usually the guy that that gets all the musicians together, and I really trust his judgment on who to get together, and then then we kind of not just go up to Nashville and knock it out of the park. We actually recorded it. Um, um, at Ronnie Millsap's studio, nice in Nashville, and so they call it Ronnie's Place at Black River Entertainment. Yeah, and, uh, and that was that was something else, man. That was something to experience for sure. Ronnie, Ronnie's uh, studio keeps popping up on this show over and over again, man. It's, yeah, it's awesome, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did that. We do. We'll do all the musicians, you know, the, the instrumentals and instrumentation, and then we'll go back down to Texas. We'll do all the the vocals, background vocals, and all that good stuff. If anything else needs to be added, we'll just do it down in Texas. And great, and so, yeah. great stuff, man. Hey, we're we're at the end already. Justin went really, really quick. I only got to about nine percent of what I wanted to talk to you about. But uh, but listen, <laughs> before we skate out of here, give us your website again, and uh, we'll post all your socials. We have all those, so we'll post all those for you on the show notes. But give everybody, you know, so we can purchase and support you, uh, buy your music. Uh, where can we find you? Yeah, so it's www.justingambino.com. Awesome, Gambino, man. Gambino is spelled just like you, just like it sounds. Right. So, G-A-M-B-I-N-O. That's it. That's there it. we go. Hey, man, listen, it was a real pleasure to have you on the Dharmic Evolution today. I want to just thank you so much for coming by and uh, dig your music. I love what you're doing, your attitude. Thanks again for supporting our country like you did. And, um, and man, God bless you. Hey, thank you so much for having me, brother. God bless you as well. Do you ever wonder why you were created and what you're here to do? Then the geography of the soul will help you to find your true place in this world. The music is so inspirational, including tracks such as I Want to Be Loved, State of Grace, and Ride On. James Kevin O'Connor is an internationally acclaimed singer, songwriter, music producer, entertainment agent, TV star, and a loving father who leads you to find your true place and calms your mind and soul in breathtaking ways. Buy Geography of the Soul today by James Kevin O'Connor at iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, jameskevinoconnor.com Geography of the Soul a beautiful CD that you need to own today by James Kevin O'Connor Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency For my heart if I seek and find where I belong your hands and feet Justin is on the road spreading the love and the music to everyone he touches. House concerts, churches, 
Radio's now picking up his songs and playing them over the air, and he is now going to allow us to pay him for the house concerts. If you agree, you need to weigh in on the Dharmic Evolution Community Facebook page and let us know how you feel. Hank's there with a box of milk bones, so get over there. Hey, you should also head over to the James O'Connor Agency. If you have not visited this site yet, you gotta check it out. Lots of artists around the world now starting to check in and take advantage of all the things this agency is offering them. An international talent agency designed for your global career. No matter where you are in your career, we have got your back. Stop by and visit the site to find out about all of the awesome packages we have designed and developed for you. Hey, do you need funding for your next album project? Well, we got you covered. Get over to the jamesoconnoragency.com. Find out what we do for singer-songwriters, musical artists, as well as authors, speakers, and thought leaders. Hey, I also want to encourage you to visit the dharmicevolution.com website. Check out your show and blog profile right now. If you've been on the show, you are now on the site. Justin is now on the site, and people from all around the world are logging in to see and hear all about Justin Gambino, his ministry, artistry, and his music. That's it for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you on TV. I First time that I heard your voice Do you remember where you were The first time that you made that choice You're my favorite song You've been stuck in my heart For such a long, long time You're my favorite song You got a way of making me feel that you're mine Or I would bleed to death Your infectious melody Will be with me till my last deep breath But you're my favorite song You've been stuck in my heart For such a long, long time You're my favorite song You got a way of making me feel that you're mine Oh, you know I love a double zero Hey, baby, you're the perfect size for me Oh, and how I love those yellow stilettos You always knew how to annihilate me